think of this. If you're struggling to stay afloat in the pool, you're actually struggling, meaning you're flapping your arms, kicking your legs, you're screaming for help. That actually takes strength. What doesn't take strength is floating to the bottom. Just drowning. Yeah, giving giving up, right? So strength in the struggle, meaning you're still going to fight. Even if you get knocked down, you're going to pick yourself back up. If you get knocked down again, you might need somebody else to help you pick back up, but you're still in the fight. The only way you aren't is if you completely give up. Welcome to the Lad Life Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Shane. And together we are the Lads. Or widely known as Michelle. Our passion for all things marriage, health and fitness, and the fire life runs deep. Our goal through this podcast is to share our life experiences in hopes to encourage you through any stage of life you might be in. So grab your spouse or a friend, suit up and grab your pre-workout as we share the lad life. Welcome back to another episode of the lad life podcast. Once again, I'm going to say this, I feel like we say this every time, but once again, we're going to try something a little bit different. So a few weeks ago, we went on Instagram and we asked all of our followers to share with us their favorite piece of advice, their favorite verse, or their favorite quote. We have 20 of them. We have 10 verses and 10 quotes. Kind of weird how that kind of worked out. And... We're going to read them, and then we're both going to give our take on the verse and the quote, and we're going to try and do this in under two minutes total. So, like, we each have a minute. We're trying to do, like, a new thing called, like, the two-minute drill. We kind of stole it from another podcast we listened to. (laughs) But our goal is to answer or talk about each of the topics or verses under two minutes. Should we start timers or no? We could. Let's try it. All right. We tried a two-minute drill before, and it was not two minutes. All right, so with that, we will dive right in. We're, we're going to do all of the verses first, and then we're going to do all of the quotes and advice second. All right. Here we go. Starting Let's see if we could, we could stay under the time frame. First one's Romans 8.28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So what does that mean to you? Ooh, putting me on the spot. So to me, I think... If you're a Christian and you follow Jesus and and call yourself a, a follow, or Christ follower, I think if you listen to him and follow his purpose, then I think you'll be uh, in a good way or a good path on a good path. To me, it means that even the bad or the not so great things that you might go through in the end, God will use those for the good. Like there have been some things that Shane and I have been through that in turn, looking back in hindsight, we're like, wow, that was really tough. But look at the outcome and look at what it was we were able to do with that. Yeah, I like that. So the next verse is Romans 8, 38 to 39. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow. Not even the power of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow, that's deep. That pretty much just says it all. Nothing can stand in the way of of God's love for you. I think that's awesome. I have goosebumps. 
Very cool. I, to me, that literally means there is absolutely nothing that you can do to make God love you any less. I know it sounds crazy, but it's like we could we could cheat on God. I don't know what that might look like, and He will still love us. Yep. Wow. So no matter what, I like that. So next one is Joshua one eight. Study this book of instructions continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only when you will prosper, only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. Basically just kind of bouncing off of the first two verses. And that's what's so cool about the Bible is it's like one big story and everything goes together. And so to me, it's basically like the Bible is our study guide. And if you know it and you know its instructions, you can use that basically as a weapon. Yeah. Pretty much just saying, read your Bible. It's not just old-timey stories. It's like God-given word to you. And it's like what Michelle said, a, a playbook where you could, a guidance or whatever you want to call it. But it's something to follow. And if more you know about it, the easier things could come. So, yeah. Next one is Joshua 1 9. So, one verse after that. So, why don't you read this one, 1 9 separate? We'll talk about it and then I want to read them both the together. Whole together. Okay. This is my command be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I love that. Perfect. I don't think we have to explain anything on that one. Yeah. That's good. Jesus is always with you. So, I want to read these all in one. So starting with Joshua 1.8, it says, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you everywhere you go. I think that's so cool to read that. It, I mean, it's truly one yeah. big chunk. I like that. So next verse is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Yeah. I like that because I'll go first real quick. Yeah. God knows everything. He knows the past, present, future, and he knows your future. And he has plans for you. And he's not going to set you up for failure, even though you may think what you're going through is failure or a disaster or whatever. He's going to use that for good. Um, some way shape or form yeah I my favorite thing I don't remember where I heard this but I started I I started praying this way but whatever you're going through God is already through it so he he has the plans for our life written out like he already knows the outcome of the struggle that you're currently in and he's already ahead of it basically I picture him a football field away or however far away you feel this struggle is and he's at the end just cheering you on to get closer and closer just keep just keep going and so i just feel like he's already there he has the plans and he's already ahead so when i pray i basically said i thank you in advance for what you're doing and i know that you already have a plan and you're ahead of it i like that very good yeah. so next one is psalms 18 1 I love you, Lord. You are my strength. Super simple and straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah. Because using God as your strength 
is very important because sometimes we can't do it all by ourselves. You got to rely on him for, for some strength when it comes to tough times and, and struggles. So knowing that he's always there and he's always going to have your back. Yeah. I remember this reminds me of a quote that I saw recently and it was something along the lines of when you're too weak to stand, kneel and pray. That's where, I mean, literally God is our strength and we've shared that there are things we've been through that we probably would not make it through without yeah. our faith. Next first, I think we're doing really good. We're, we're popping along here. We're about nine minutes in. I'm thinking we're really good. Yeah. All right. Next. And I'm really proud. You're doing a really great job reading. Yeah, I try. So next one is John 3.17, and that's not a typo or a mistake. I know a lot of people think John 3.16, but the verse right after is, God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. That's your favorite verse. I like that a lot, just because not a lot of people know it, and that's straight to the point. Like He didn't come to judge us or condemn us or to point his finger and wag his finger at us saying, you did something wrong. He came here laid his life down to save us yeah so i like that and then i mean again it goes back to what we talked about before there's literally nothing you can do to separate you from jesus as long as you ask for forgiveness like it is that simple yeah just ask for forgiveness i think the biggest thing with that verse is he came to save the world so pretty much that means like this world needs saving like this is a a imperfect world full of tons of imperfect people so yeah you got to realize that you need some sort of saving so that was i like that verse a lot same next we have isaiah forty-one ten. This you want to read verse. that yeah, yeah you can read that do not be afraid for i am with you do not be discouraged for i am your god i will strengthen you and help you i will uphold you with my victorious right hand i feel like we have a theme yeah. A lot of strength, a lot of like, I'm with you kind of thing. Yeah. I like that a lot. So this is crazy. I'm going to try and tell this without crying. But so when I was diagnosed with my cancer, I'm going to try and keep this under two minutes. But when I was diagnosed with my cancer, everything happened so quickly. And I remember my mom telling me very distinctly, like this one part that she told me, I remember through and through. They were, I was in surgery, having my eye removed and everything else, and there was a lot of unknown. They weren't sure if after the surgery I was going to need chemo or radiation. There was just a lot of unknown. Everything happened so fast, and my mom had her Bible with her and literally just opened it and happened to open it to this verse. Again, I have full body goosebumps again. but And it literally says, do not be afraid. I am with you. Do not be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my another virgin says my righteous right hand. And it's again, it's true. Like there my mom, my parents probably felt that they could not get through that. And the strength of the Lord, he literally showed himself. And I just think that's crazy. So that's been my main life verse my whole life. And it's yeah. come into play in different scenarios that or different things that have come up in our lives and i just love it yeah i like that one a lot so next one of my favorite verses too is proverbs 3 5 and 6 and i'll read that 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. I like that a lot. Just pretty much meaning like just trust in him, knowing he has your best interest at heart. Your plans may not line up with his plans, but in in the long term, his plans are better for you. So just trusting in him, seeking him, and knowing that he has your back. So It's interesting. So... Shane is obviously his he's always wanted to be a nurse and he's been looking into it a little bit more lately and one of our friends in our small group she I just this holds so true to what she said and Shane has a very specific nursing path he wants to take he wants to work at a children's hospital and she said if that's truly the only nursing path you want to take pray about it and like seek the lord and he will guide you if that is or isn't where you're supposed to be he will make that very clear and it's funny because we were talking and we were like well you can work at this hospital for a little bit of time and then wait until you get on it it's called Newmore's or this and that and then literally a few days later she we just happened to be talking about it we didn't bring up the previous conversation and she's like if that's what you want pray about it and the lord like the lord knows the desires of your heart and he's not going to just be like, Meh. he'll close doors and open, close certain doors and open other doors. And if Numores isn't where Shane is meant to be, it will be very clear to us. But I just think it's so true that God has our best interest at heart and he really wants what's best for us. Yeah, I like that. Next verse, 2 Timothy 1, 7. Do you want to read that? Sure. This is another one that I've really clung to, clung, clung to, yeah lately it says for god has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity did i say that right yeah timidity timidity yeah but of power love and self-discipline i i don't know if i've shared this i know i haven't shared in detail but i struggle with pretty bad anxiety attacks and i actually have this verse written on a little note card that's taped to the lamp next to my bed and it's true god did not put that spirit of fear in me and so when I'm experiencing that, I, I fear something that leads me to have an anxiety attack. And so I know when that happens, that is not the Lord. And so I've really clung to that. I like that a lot. Just power, love, and self-discipline. I like that. Instead of saying fear and being timid and shy and scared all the time, like he gave you the Holy Spirit, like power and love. I like that a lot. Yeah, he literally, power, love, and self-discipline are some of the most empowering things that you could have, and he gave them to us. Okay, last one. So our last one is Psalms 23, 4. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close behind me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. So you've probably heard this before. Um, Another version is, even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Yep. And so that's really popular. Yeah. Just meaning, I think this means to me, is like even in your darkest days, God is always there and you need to trust in him that he will lead your path and lead your way and uh, he won't lead you astray. And I feel like a lot of these verses, pretty much all of them is saying like you don't need fear, like fear is bad. God, God is there to overcome fear, overcome weakness, overcome everything. You just need to trust in him. I thought that was very cool theme through all these verses i agree and just kind of tagging on that and it's true it's just like in second timothy 1 7 god literally gives us power love and self-discipline 
not the complete opposite. The complete opposite is from the devil. Like when you're feeling that fear, when you're having that anxiety or that panic attack, that is absolutely from the devil. And the best way to combat that is literally just recite scripture. And that's why I have that on my nightstand is I, those, there's three verses on there and I just literally read them out loud. So cool. Yep. Those are verses. That's good. I liked that. Yeah. So that was good. We finished up the Bible verses. We're going to dive into the quotes and advice that we got. Okay. Do you want to read them or you want me to? Well, we'll go back and forth. I like that. You start. I'll okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your outcome does not determine his goodness. So along with the Bible verses again, you may think like this is what's going to happen and I know in my heart this is where it's going to lead. It may not be that outcome, but it doesn't mean that God is less good or less in control. This reminds me of, there's this picture that I see on social media and it's of Jesus like crouched down at eye level with, I'll say like a five or six year old, it's a child. And the child has their hand like tightly clenched on this little teddy bear. And Jesus has his other arm or his other hand behind him and he's got this massive teddy bear. And he basically it says just trust me i have better things for you the little boy thinks that this little teddy bear is the greatest thing in the world and he doesn't want to let go but in reality the lord has so much more for him like he's got a 10 times bigger teddy bear you just need to trust him yeah and so it's interesting when things don't work out the way that you hoped like if shane doesn't get that nursing job at newmore's whenever that may be the Lord just has bigger and better plans, and that's just not... There were just... It was just... He had better plans. Yeah, I like that. So our next one, you want to read? Sure. So this one, it says, Regarding parenting, the days are long, but the years are short. So we don't have kids yet, but I could see that and put it in terms of like our marriage. We're about to hit our five-year anniversary, and I feel like it gone... Crazy. Yeah, it's gone by so fast, but it's feels like each day is long like yeah. going to work and this and that but like you look back you're like wow five years has already gone by i feel like we got married yesterday yeah, i know not crazy. five years ago it's crazy insane all right so the next one this one is advice another parenting one yeah raise your kids the right way or you'll be raising your grandkids that is so good that's deep right there that is so deep there's so much pressure on parenting, parenting. it's frightening yeah we don't have kids um right now but yeah i couldn't I, I just can't imagine but that's really good whoever thought of that that's really good yeah it's, i mean it's true if you don't raise your kids right then they're not going to be able to raise their kids right so you're, you're going to be raised to... redo your mistakes yeah yeah that's really good i like that all right so next one you want you want to read sure so faith isn't believing god can it's knowing god will that's really good too Y'all yeah. have some good advice. Good quotes, good advice. I like it. But it's true, like having faith in him, knowing that he will do it. Not, oh yeah, he can, but maybe, um, he, uh, uh, mm -hmm. but like, you know, he will. Even though it may not be what you think is right or have the outcome you want, but you know, he has the power to do what is right. Yeah. You hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. It's knowing. Yeah. And he, the person who sent this in said, knowing in all caps. Yeah. So the next one, one day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide. 
That's deep right there. Another deep one. That is so good. I like what people say. You don't know the battles people are going through, especially in America. People are always so straightforward to be like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And everybody's answer is, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. But you never know what people are struggling with behind closed doors. So I like that a lot. Overcoming your struggles so you could help somebody out. I mean, the only way you could help them out is actually being vocal about it and telling people like, hey, you're struggling through that. You know what? I actually struggled through that. And being vulnerable. I think the key word, I know it's not in there, but the key thing is being vulnerable enough to help through, help people through what they're going through. I think the biggest misconception that you can, or I guess the biggest lie that you can get yourself to believe is that whatever you're going through, it's nobody else has experienced this, that the pain or the, the bad stuff that's happening in my life, nobody else is experiencing. And Shane and I can say firsthand, there's some stuff in our life and we are shocked at how many other people have also experienced this. And we've both experienced it and how we ended up marrying each other and how one day that we hope our story can literally change lives. But it's like Shane said, without being vulnerable and willing to share the down and dirty stuff, you can't help people through it. If you got through it, you should be stoked to help other people through it. Like survival guide. Yeah. Like if it was that bad for you, it's probably that bad or worse for someone else. And you can be the light to them. Like, look, I went through this too. And here I am on the other side of it. There's so much in that. I like that one. I like that one a lot. So the next one is rise above comfort. This is our friend Josh's um, slogan for his company. And there is so much in that. Yeah. To me, that means like comfort and like complacency is like a disease. Mm. Like you don't want to stay complacent. You don't want to be comfortable because real true growth comes in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. Um, especially in like the fitness realm. Like people say like, I it's painful to do that workout or that hurt a lot. Okay, but did you die? You know what I mean? But like, it's not going to kill you. So, what doesn't kill you makes Exactly. Stronger. It's true because nobody gets fitter by sitting on the couch. Yeah. Nobody gets fitter by staying and, and skipping the gym. Yeah. That's comfortable. Oh yeah, staying in bed, laying in bed, staying on the couch, that's comfortable. What makes you better in anything in your life finances career whatever it is being complacent and comfortable that is like a disease yeah you hit the nail right on the head rise above comfort get out of your comfort zone like nothing good happens within your comfort zone it goes back to the previous quote don't be comfortable in your story thinking that, oh, nobody can benefit from this. There are There is at least one person that can, yeah. and that's getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. We're killing it on this time thing. We're crushing these two-minute drills. All right, next one. Whether you believe you can or you cannot, you are right. Oof. It's true. Man, that comes down to mindset, really. Yeah. Like if you set out saying you can't guess what you can't yeah you already set yourself up for failure like you're planning to fail at that time yeah. you're saying ah, oh, well i can't do it so what's the point of even trying or let me try but i probably can't do it 
So saying you can't or you can, you are right. Yeah. You are you're setting your mindset dictates your actions. Yep. Hundred percent. Whatever you think, that's coming out into your actions. All right. The next one. It doesn't mean you're weak because you're having a hard time. Never forget that it takes strength to struggle. Mm. Golly, these I like, are so I know. good. I like that last part. It takes strength to struggle because those are two terms that people don't put together, strength and struggling. Think of this. If you're struggling to stay afloat in the pool, you're actually struggling, meaning you're flapping your arms, kicking your legs, you're screaming for help. That actually takes strength. What doesn't take strength is floating to the bottom. Just drowning. Yeah, giving, giving up, yeah. right? So strength in the struggle, meaning you're still going to fight. Even if you get knocked down, you're going to pick yourself back up. If you get knocked down again, you might need somebody else to help you pick back up, but you're still in the fight. The only way you aren't is if you completely give up. And that... So you, what you said in there is so good too. Basically, part of that strength is asking for help. Yep. I can't do this alone. I can't fight this battle. I can't fight this person. I can't stay afloat in this water without help. I need to call a lifeguard or I need to phone a friend. Yeah. And that is part of strength. Your willingness to let somebody in on your struggle and the willingness to let them help you. Yeah. That Being is vulnerable of, is yeah. takes a lot of strength. takes okay. a lot of gut. Dang, so, these are so good. These are good. All right, we have two more for you guys. Next one. This is, is one of my favorite uh, wellness, I guess you yeah, could say. Yeah, agreed. This quote is so good that I use this as part of my email signature at the bottom. It says, if you don't make time for your wellness, you will be forced to make time for your illness. Oofa. So true. You either have two choices. Take care of yourself now so you could be in shape and healthy for the rest of your life, or you could disregard it now and you'll have to pay for it later. Yeah. Simple as that. Buy now, pay later is basically what that says to me. Yep. You got to pay the man, as Josh Bridges always says. Yeah. Pay the man. He's coming for the rent. You got to pay him. And it may be now or it may be later. Exactly. But he's going to want his money. Yeah. If you don't make time for your wellness, you will be forced to make time for your illness. Just grasp that. Forced is the key word there. Yeah. Like if you it's not an option. are lazy and you disregard your health later on in life, you will be forced. Not, oh, I guess I will. You will be forced to be in illness. And that's that there are many different ways of this. That's tons of medication, overweight. Going into a nursing home at age 50 or earlier. There are, yeah. With my job, I see a lot of that. So I'm sorry, but you either pay for your wellness now or you're forced to pay for your illness later. Yeah. So So good. good. This last one is my new life quote. I hope you're sitting down. This is so good. I'm just kidding. But it says, don't expect you from other people. I'm speechless. Yeah. Speaks for itself. So true. But really, to me, that means you cannot expect, first of all, expect. Take expect. We've talked about expectations, but you cannot expect other people to respond to things the way that you would. And when they don't, when you don't expect them to respond in the same manner that you would, you will be a lot less hurt, a lot less let down, a lot less disappointed. 
yeah, when you realize that nobody, I don't care, nobody is going to react to things the way that you will. If you feel like they could have handled that better, better, or I would have said it this way, well, they didn't, and they may never. And so you cannot expect people to respond to things the way that you would. So good. It's very good. Little, you look like you have something to say. Yeah, just throw expectations out the window because we're all flawed. We are all human beings. We're all falling short. That's why we need God. So just throw it out the window. No, I kind of like it. You This other quote, you expect the worst but hope for the best. Like people have bad days. Yeah. People that cut you off in traffic. He might have a bad day and he didn't realize you were there. Or whatever it may be. People are having bad days and struggling through things you have no idea. So why put that expectation on them to be as good, quote unquote, as you are? Because guess what? You're not good. Yeah. Like you have bad days. You will cut people off in traffic. You will do things you regret as well. So why put that on? unattainable expectations on others when you barely do that to yourself yeah so basically shane taught me this in with his dad so shane's dad was an alcoholic for the longest time he took the blame for his dad's alcoholism and he felt like it was on him to fix his dad and shane is a very different person than his dad in many ways good and not good But he finally realized that he cannot change his dad. He cannot expect himself from his dad. His dad is not him. Shane doesn't drink and he can't expect that from his dad. He can't expect his dad to respond in things the way that he might. They're totally different from you. And once you can fully let go of that, your life will be so much better. When he finally came to terms with the fact that he can't change his dad and his dad is not going to respond to things the way that he does, there's so much less pressure on that relationship. And you just realize he's a broken person and he needs help and the help that he needs is your love. And that's how, I mean, I use that in my life in anything. To kind of go off of that, the only thing in life you have control over are your choices. That's why God gave us free will to choose, right? And to choose to react to people or do you choose to respond to people? Ooh, that's good. So it's a, a difference of if you, somebody does something to offend you, are you going to instantly react and come at them? Or are you going to respond, respond and be more mature in your choice of how you're going to handle that situation? So it all comes down to your choices because your choices become your yeah. thoughts. Your thoughts become your actions and your actions become your behavior. Yeah, that's really good. So I think we did really well with our timing here. Yeah, the last one was over two minutes, but that's okay. It filled in, we filled in some gaps. But I think this might be another thing we do. Yeah, I really liked liked it a lot. Hopefully, we weren't too scatterbrained and going all over the place. But I think that you'll be seeing more of these in the future. Yeah, I really liked this. With that, Thank you for listening. We appreciate all of you and the support that you have shown us. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Instagram at underscore the lad life, at underscore the Shane lad, and at underscore the Michelle lad. And we will catch you on the next episode of The Lad Life. Thanks for listening.